0: Today on CityCast Denver, $5.49 per hour. That's what the average Uber or Lyft driver makes in Denver, according to a recent survey. And now legislators are debating a new proposal that could change how drivers get paid. But we wanted to hear what is actually happening inside these cars. So we got some Uber and Lyft drivers together to speak for themselves. Today is Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. I'm Bree Davies, and here's what Denver's talking about. Hey, guys, welcome to CityCast Denver.
1: Hi. Thank Hi. you.
0: I'm going to have you go around and just say your name so that when listeners hear this, they know who's talking. Can you just introduce yourself?
1: Uh, my name is Munir Zawida. I'm from Libya originally, and I'm an Uber driver.
2: Michael
3: Machar, original Sudanese Uber driver. Uh, my name is uh, Zotan. I'm from Myanmar. They used to call Burma before.
0: Sure, sure. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. I, I want to start with this shocking statistic that I read recently that says Uber and Lyft drivers may only be making five dollars and forty-nine cents per hour. Is this how is this possible?
2: It's 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 real because the uh, the algorithm they use it's it's bizarre. Like we never know what you know the price you're gonna get every time you pick up. Like we, it's below than the minimum wage.
0: It sounds like drastically lower than minimum wage. Yes,
2: it is. It is, and that's what we uh, we pick up a fight, trying to defend ourselves, and also like the cost of living is unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's getting really bad. The gas, the food, everything.
1: And to be honest, that's what not what what we signed for. You know, from the very beginning. You know. Yeah, cuz I was shocked when they saw that. I mean, it's it wasn't like this before, you know. So uh, now we're like kind of suffering, you know. Can you imagine like working for just $5 an hour? I have never seen this since 2008 and 2009.
0: And you well, and you said that it was it was not like this before. How long have you been driving and when did you notice a change?
1: I've been doing this for 6 years or maybe over. And I noticed that like 3 months ago. I was sitting at the airport and then I started getting like calls and I saw the price and it's $17. Can you imagine driving 25 miles from the airport to Denver downtown and you have to deal with the traffic too, because sometimes it takes like up in one hour, you know, and then that's just for $17 and you're still paying for gas and expenses, you know, maintenance for the car. That's unbelievable, to be honest.
0: Michael Zell, what about you guys?
3: Yeah, I have one experience that uh, from downtown. He finished his shift at like around like 11. I picked it on him and uh, he's kind of uh, upset about the lift charging or, or uh Yeah, I, I think it was like lift, and he kind of upset and uh, he was like, man, why is it so expensive? And uh, I just quiet and uh, since when I drop off, I just show how much I get paid. And he said $80, pay, $80 he pay, and uh, I get $16.
0: So he paid eighty dollars, yes, and you get sixteen of that. So yeah. and what you're explaining, it sounds like, is you're getting frustration from your customers. So over
3: yeah, I don't want to uh, respond right away because he kind of upset, yeah. and I just show him my phone screen how much I made and how much he pays so he know
0: it's not you that's making that yeah. decision. Yeah, sure, Michael, how about you?
3: Um,
2: I used to I used to drive for Lyft and Uber for like four years. And every day, I had I, I was just like noting that it's it's not real like the what the the way they operate it's so corrupt and they they use that algorithm to exaggerate you know the whole thing uh, between us and writers you know sometimes they use us against one another and and I I was just I, I have to defend myself all the time until I i was like, you know what, something has to be done, you know? So I start, I start, you know, looking around, I look up some unions and I call, you know, union, I reach out and these guys, they usually to come to the parking lot. I didn't know about them. And they came and just, we we start working together. Then I started mobilizing drivers, you know, Muneer, everybody and then we start letting people know what's going on something has to be done with you know with all these abusive has been done against us and also the community yeah, everybody is just it's it's more than struggling. you know we work every day and no one should be working every day in america just to survive
0: I would love for each of you to talk about your sort of work life. Is is driving uh, a side job? Is it your full-time job? Why do you do it? What else are you juggling in your life? Munir, do you want to start?
1: Yeah. Um, actually, I'm doing this full-time job. To be honest, I mean, I used to work like I used to do it like part-time job, but before it was good money. You know, so I started like doing a full-time job and it was like picking my own hours so I can start like early morning or do like, uh, you know, so I can avoid the traffic and I drive at night, you know, which is good. So um, after that happened, I mean, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I can't do this anymore because I feel like I'm, you know, working for free, you know, like I feel like wasting money, that's all. Yeah.
0: Michael, what about you?
1: Yeah, I have I have no
2: alternative. Like this is your job. Yeah, it's my job. I've been hurt before I work, so I'm I was I'm disabled for a long time. My arm would chatter, you know, in a machine. Mm-hmm. So I there's nothing I can like I'm all traumatized from the past accident. So uh, I I was like real exciting about this type of work. I'm like now I can you know I don't have to lift thing off or be stressful about it. You know now I can do something for my family. But it's it's just it's it doesn't work. You know, and I have no choice.
0: Is it your full time job still?
2: Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, that's a at a full time.
0: That. What about you?
3: Yes. Um. I. I work in a full time, but uh, like I never get paid enough, to be honest. But uh, I have to keep struggling to uh, survive for my family. I have three boys, three kids, and my wife, so I can look for, um, for survive for them.
0: talk about the flexibility part like I think you all have kind of touched on this I could you know I could get up if I could drive the low traffic times or I could do the night shift or whatever um, and Michael you wrote this op-ed for the Colorado Sun and you said quote the companies control virtually everything about my work including how where and when I pick up rides how does the company do that what does that mean
2: it's that's an algorithm they use against us they can show you the amount of money you're gonna get, and then you're not allowed to deny it. You know, it's like it's like showing somebody freedom, and then you say, "Oh, you're not free, really." You know, yeah. And a lot of you know, a lot of things could happen. It's, it, it could be dangerous. Sometimes you you can be abused. You know, and yeah. it And lib won't take they they won't do uh, proper parts for uh, investigation. They only take a side, uh, which is uh, a rider's side. Mm. That's a that's a part of the problem, too. You, you know, people intend to get their money back, and then they will say, well, this guy was a drunk driver, you know. Then Lib will will give them money back, and then they'll go after you mm. and, and kick you out in the platform. And you bought the car to do that type of work. Where are you going to go? Yeah. You're on the street.
0: best part is pine melon offers same day delivery to denver and soon boulder within a two-hour window no subscription necessary save time in your busy schedule and get fresh and healthy groceries delivered right to your door join the movement and support local today use promo code citycastdenver for 75 dollars off your first delivery at pinemelon.com that's pinemelon.com so you've talked about this change where you can't decide when you work and you can't decide which or rides you can take. What what is that? What's going on there?
1: I think the way how they play it now it's different. So, for example, the high demand, it's going to be like at the rush hour. Sometimes I don't want to like work at the rush hour, you know? So it's going to be high demand. You're going to pick one or two like riders, that's all. That's how they play it, you know? So before, like you can start like working in the morning, you can get good rides, right? But now you can't find any good rides because there is no demand. Because most of the time when we make money, when it's get like demand, that's when you make like good money. Especially now, like from like, I'm talking about like from three months and now, like from three months in the past until now, it's it's not like, we don't have like any demands at all. Even at the airports, do they show you there's a demand there? So you can just, you know, search, you know, you expecting like a good ride. It's still, it's still nothing.
0: What, what do you think has changed? Is this, is this an algorithm problem or are there not as many people requesting rides? I'm like, I'm confused as to what's changed.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a mysterious way they do it. So they let you, you know, they, they're trying to make the problem is like with the rider and the driver because most of the time the rider think that most of the money goes to you, you know? Sure. So yeah, now my, my my riders ask me if I'm getting the whole tip or they take some of it. They're trying to make sure that we get in the tip. That's for example. you know. But I always talk to my riders and I tell them the truth. They taken 60%, so we taking 30, maybe 40, if we got that. Because they still charging, you know, more charges. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel like people now got like more knowledge. I'm talking about the riders, you know, yeah. And they, you know, they get upset with this company. We're trying to, you know, let people like know that we're really suffering, you know, because they they can't say like, see how much we making, you know? They just show them like how much they charge them. And then if they charge them $100, the riders will be like, oh, are you taking 80, 90? No we are taken at least like $16, $17, and most of the money go to the Uber company, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating, to be honest.
0: So, th- that actually brings me to this new gig work transparency bill that legislators are working on, I think, because you all have been vocal about these issues. Um, and it would require the companies to show drivers how much... It sounds like you guys know how much you make on each ride, but... The transparency would also allow you to know why you're you've been deactivated or know why your rating has gone down.
2: Yeah. Right. Is that helpful to you? What um, we also we would like to be access to the whole affair you know, because if you if you if you throwing me a number, tell me how did you get that number? You know, you cannot just show me a number and I don't know how you get that number that's 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 a problem too
0: so the transparency it sounds like is the app might charge the customer eighty dollars for a ride to the airport right you don't see that no you don't know
1: we used to like before we used to see the whole like receipt after like we drop in off so we see how much like the the like the fare was and then how much uber like take and how much we making But after they done this, like three months ago, we don't see anything. We just see the amount that we are taking, either if it's traffic or more miles, because sometimes the the rider said like, oh, can I pick up my, like change my address? So they change the address, but it's like for a couple dollars. Sometimes they need to go like five, six miles more. And they charge them like, they charge them more because I'm talking to my riders and they know everything. So I like to share, you know? So they charge them like $10 more, and they give you $1 for that change. Sometimes too.
0: Yeah, you and know? sometimes and they're not giving you anything. Further, Yeah, okay. And they recently changed this where all of a sudden you can't see that information. No. So maybe it sounds like this bill um, that they're working on the, in the legislature might help you. You just want access to information, right? Yeah. It sounds like. Uh, is- and
2: also we want fairness. Uh, the company has, we have to tread the company, you know? Uh, even if any of you you have a lot of employees and they don't trust you, it's not a good you know it's kind of work condition. So we we would like to trust what we do, you know, and like it. People should like their jobs, you know, right. and especially when you're a partner, you know, you don't uh, you don't dishonor your partner because we signed contract with them. They should treat us equally with the writers. You know, there's nothing special about somebody rather than fairness. It's a business.
0: Sure. So Uber and Lyft are these huge companies, but they're still struggling to turn a profit. Is there any part of you that worries that regulations, like, could put them out of business and put you out of a job?
2: Uh, not not necessary. I mean, they should be honest about the whole thing. Come on the table. Talk to us, you know. So we can have some sort of hope, you know, like, oh, this issue is going to be solved, you know. But Uber don't want a conversation. They, they are uh, they they view that algorithm like a scam. We feel like we, we we work for a scam company, you know, and it's not a good way, to you know, to deal with somebody who, who gave you a lot, because without us, be, it would be won't be Uber, you know.
0: So I I want to close with something that you all would like to share with riders. People like me who ride Uber and Lyft, what can we do to support our drivers? How can we help you?
2: We we just wanted to to, to ask you ever, you know, a, a person in the community. You guys are part of our community. So please just be aware of, you know, what's going on and support our movement. You know, um, it will make Denver a great city. It will make a better place for life.
1: Yeah, I will say, guys, keep requesting. We got your back. And we're going to fight this company until we got like, our, you know, fair back like before. Yeah. But keep requesting. We got you.
0: Thank you guys so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: For what it's worth, when The Guardian first reported on the survey showing an average driver's pay in Denver was only $5.49 per hour, they checked in with Uber and DoorDash. An Uber spokesperson said that the company's internal data showed median driver earnings at more than $37 per hour of time spent engaged on the platform. And here's what else Denverites are talking about. Union busting at Starbucks. A local judge recently ruled that Starbucks illegally interfered with organizing efforts at the store on Colfax in Milwaukee, which included firing an employee in retaliation. The coffee corporation has been ordered to reinstate the terminated barista, provide back pay, and post signs at the location informing customers of the situation. I'll drop a link in the show notes to our past conversation with two local Starbucks baristas about why they chose to unionize. And finally, after weeks of complaints about high energy bills, Governor Jared Polis announced on Monday that he has taken a, quote, all-hands-on-deck approach to giving people some relief. According to the Denver Post, he's looking for money to help make homes more energy efficient, increase oversight on gas utilities, and prioritize the conversion away from natural gas. Meanwhile, several fossil fuel organizations join with Xcel Energy Colorado to pledge $1 million to support programs assisting people struggling to pay their utility bills. These announcements come two weeks after Excel Energy reported a whopping $1.7 billion in profits in 2022. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell your Uber driver about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to our morning newsletter, Hey Denver, by texting Denver to 66866. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye-bye. Oh my God, Paul, I had a... (laughs) Just, I'm thinking about the gas stoves conversation. And I realized something you can't do on an electric stove. Toast a tortilla. Like, you got to do it over an open flame. <laughs> I was doing it last night and I was like, man, how am I going to do this? I don't know about that electrification. <laughs> My son's lungs, whatever. I got to get this tortilla hot. Okay. No, I figured it out. You could just put it in a pan. But... <laughs> You're like, yeah, Brie, that's what everybody else does. Duh. Okay. <laughs>